So we're we're in the middle of a, a sugya of Paraduma. Now, how did we get to Paraduma? Because we started the parak. Our Mishnah was extremely worried about, extremely worried about uh, parking an animal by an akum because we're really worried that the akum is going to be reveyayit. And we had a series of Mishnayas and Brises that had no concern that a akum would be reveyayit an animal. So big stira. So we went through three terutsim. Tarot's number one was when when it's a perfect scenario, when like the stars are aligned, this perfect storm that the guy could get away with it, then he will be Reveit, and that's our Mishnah. And all the other Mishnahis is where there are checks and balances, and the Akam will not get away with it. And that's how the first Teretz was Miyashavit. The second... Yeah, yeah, we're about... Yeah, we're, we're even going to hazard that for you. Um, and then the second tarots, which maybe stood, maybe didn't stand, was, yeah, both are true. Our Mishnah is saying you shouldn't do it with The other Mishnahists are saying when you do it with it's fine. Then we have the third pshat, which we're in the middle of, is that the reason it's Aser, and our Mishnah is, is Rebeliezer Shita with Paraduma. Rebeliezer has a more stringent thing by Paraduma, to which we basically sidetracked, even though this never ended up being true, that Sheila says a special din in Paraduma that it has to be sourced from a Yid. That the, the profiteer from a, from a Paraduma, it's a din in money. Who should profit off the Paraduma? A Yid. And that he should make the money. That sounds like what if a Yid means that a Yid has to profit off of it. And therefore, that would like sidetrack Reb Eliezer, meaning it has nothing to do with our mission. Reb Eliezer didn't comment on Revia. That's how he got rid of Sheila, but that was the third shot. So we're in the middle, then we like totally went off, the, went off to the side. We're discussing Dinim of Paraduma. We're discussing Dinim of Revia. Why would it be us or Revia? It's not really a carbon. That was Chav Gimel Amid Beis. And then the Gemara like started to focus on that din particularly, that din specifically, Rebel Yezer's, sorry, Sheila's Chiddush, that the money of, of Paraduma has to go to a Yid. And his source was Viyikhu. So let's, let's start, we, we did the Gemara, we just did the Gemara quickly on Thursday night so we could say, uh, we could say the, the Shtikotair from the Chasam Sefer, which I was very excited about. So, but now let's do the Gemara for real. So we'll start about 10 lines from the bottom of Gimelam Beis. Really? Every time it says, V'yichu, the Yid has to make money? Ah, Gufa, says the Gemara. Tani, Sheila, my time, Rebbe Yezer. Why did Rebbe Yezer prohibit buying a paraduma off of an Akum? Nothing to do with Revia. Dixiv, Daber, B'nei Yisrael, V'yichu. You should buy it from a Bnei Yisrael. Bnei Yisrael Yikhu. You have to buy it off of a Yid. Yikhu. So the says, is that true? Elamata, Dabra Bnei Yisrael Yikhu Truma. The most famous Dabra Bnei Yisrael Yikhu. Beginning of Parshish Truma. Says the Gemara. Are you telling me that the materials 
that are needed for the construction of the Mishkan and the Besamikdash and the clay kahuna and the big day kahuna, etc., have to come from a yid, we know from a famous, famous story that that is not so. Are you going to tell me? Lest you say, yeah, that's true. They asked Rabbi They asked, how far does Kibbut Aveim go? He told them, well, I'll show you. Go look. Look. How an was meticulous. So for sure we have to be at least as meticulous. What, what happened with him? Dama Benesina One time they needed stones for the Aphite. We discussed why you would need stones for the Aphite. And it was Bashishim Ribay Scharav Kanamas It was either six hundred thousand dollars profit or eight hundred thousand dollars profit. The problem was the keys were placed under his father's pillow and he didn't bother him. And we see from there, beside all the halachas we discussed the Sefer Chassidim, if your father would be upset that you didn't wake him up, this doesn't apply. You can wake up your father for minion, etc. But the bottom line is who sourced the stones on the aphid was an akum, and it says there vayikhu. So how can Rebbe Yezer apply Yeshita? Says the Gemara, no, because it says Dabra Abenesra vayikhu litra zahav ches vachesav unachayshes sechelas veargaman usayla ashani visheish mashzar ayres etc. Avni meluim. There's no vav. Uh, sorry, Avni shayim. There's no vav. So says the I'm right. Rebbe is right. It says, of course you need a source from a yid. But if you go through the Pasuk, everything that's attached to Vayikhu with a Vav, and, 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 that needs to be sourced from a yid. Aber, the Avonim for the Ephod, Avnei Shoyam, stop the chain. There's no Vav in Avnei Shoyam, and that's what disconnects it from the Yikhu, and therefore Abeliezer's Yisoyed can survive intact, and Abeliezer could hold, yes, every single time it says Yikhu in the Torah, it has to come from Yid, and that's why Pardum has to come from Yid. The reason why the Avonim Le'efoyed didn't have to come from Yid is because the Vav, st- there stopped being Vavs, it stopped being attached to Yikhu. says we're not true. The next word, the next word is It says which reattaches everything. The Torah then went and recombined it. The Torah then went and reattached it. So Mimela, we're back on. The Vayikhu should have indicated that the stones from the aphid have to come from a yid. They are attached to the yikhu. And yet we see you bought it off a guy. So back a kasha honorably as And beside, for, forget vehicle if it applies to Avnei Meluim and Avnei Shayim and the money for the Mishkan. By Paradum itself, where Rebeliezer said his rule, we have the same Dama Benesina, avoid Katani Seifa, Shtetin the Seifa. Lishana Acheres, the next year, Neldolei Paraduma Be'edre, this same Dama Benesina, 
who was so nizr and kibbut and forsook and gave up the cash because he was so makbid on kibbut how did Hashem pay him back? He was neilat a paraduma badra. Nichnesu chachme Yisrael etzlai, and the rabbis, of course, were very keen on purchasing this paraduma. And they said, no, what do you want? So he said, <laughs> listen, Yedeani, I know Bachem about you guys. Shemani mevakesh me come kolmam and shavayilam. You know, it's like a Mastercard, priceless. Whatever you, whatever you ask for, whatever I ask for, you're gonna give. You'll come up with the cash. Lamaisa, I just want to recoup my losses from from the uh, from the first from the first deal. So the Gemara says. All I want is the money that I lost By the way, we're going to talk about this in a second. But but this whole thing that we're learning at from is very irksome to Chazal. It's very irksome to to the Rishayim to the Achrayim. So, so they point out a lot of holes in his game, which we're going to get to in a second. And, and one of the holes they point out is, yeah, he, he kept the rules, but he said the word hipsadity, that I lost. Which means, which means imagine if you're, you're by your father, and, and you did a nice thing for your parents. And like, let's say your parents asked you, I need, I need, you, to, I need you to go to New York for me. And get something. And, you know, you, you, you tell your parents, hopefully with a smile, okay? You figure out which day you can take off of work. Next Thursday works. You drive into New York. You drive back from New York. You give your parents, or you do for your parents what they need. And you come back and, you know, you tell your parents. Then, then next time in conversation, you say, yeah, the money I lost that day because, mm, not nice. You didn't lose money. You, you, did, you did what you needed to do. The money wasn't a loss. It was a consequence. One hole in, 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 in Dhamma Benesina's story, shefsadity. Right, so, so, so uh, well, well, let, let's get there. Let's get there. Let, get, yeah, yeah. So uh, I hear, I hear. I hear then we can't learn out from him. <laughs> let's get there one second, one second. Says the Gemara, bottom line is, by Paraduma, we are Rebbe Eliezer definitely said his rule for Yikhu has to come from uh, Yisrael. And we have evidence in Chazal that the famous Paraduma, perhaps the most famous Paraduma in, 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 in history, came straight from an Eivik Eichavim. So you're wrong. Forget your Akasha. Does Yikhu by Truma apply to the Avnei Meluam and Avnei Shayam? By Paraduma alone, Rebbe Eliezer definitely said his Yisai. And, and, and we see... Even there, Rebbe Yezer is not right, says the Gemara. Age-old answer, there is a Jew in the middle, which means Jews specialize in the business of being middlemen. They don't produce and they don't consume. They're just a middleman. Like Beryl Wine says this joke, anyone that tells you they're in the import-export business, there's one cargo container, it just goes around the world, one guy sells it to the other guy, it never gets opened. So, so, so you know, they, Alamal, even back in the times of Chazal, they're Jewish middlemen, they, they brokered, good Jewish businesses, well, that's what happened here. Hasmali, they tagre Yisrael Zavon. Yeah, everything's right. It came from Dom of Enesina, but we paid the money to Yid. 
that the yid, the yid was the was the broker in the middle. Lahavdil nowadays, you know, to promote equality. You know, Maryland only uses twenty five percent minority contracts, which means there's a law that that Maryland is mechuyiv. I forget the number, but I think it's twenty five percent. That that if you want a contract from the state to build a highway, to build a building, to you know to uh, you know pay for the red light cameras, whoever whatever can, whatever uh, project, they're mechuyiv to give twenty five percent of their business to minority and women-owned businesses. So all of a sudden, minorities and women are very popular to like have on your team. So meaning like you're a, you're a good old boy business, you hire your token minority, and like boom, you can get the contract, and you pay the, so that's called Tagre Yisrael Be'emtza. So you know, same thing. The halacha is you have to have a minority-owned business that sells the paraduma from a yid. So fine, so they got a Jewish businessman. Rebeliezer is saved. End of that sugya. Now, before we go on, one one Shana Ha'ara. So Dama Benesina forsook mass profit from his, you know, at the expense of waking up his father. Kodesh Baruch Hu wanted to pay him back for his for his devotion. So Kodesh Baruch Hu made it rain for him. He gave him a payback. Why of all things in the world, why of all things in the world did HaKadosh Baruch Hu choose to pay him back with a paraduma? HaKadosh Baruch Hu could have had Dhamma bin Asina invest in a penny stock. And, you know, he heard the tip in the mikveh. I get cellulitis in the mikveh. He gets stock tips. So he, he, he heard a tip in the mikveh by P-R-S-Y. What this is. You go, you type it in, you bought 10,000 shares, it went from 2 cents to 14 cents. The guy, ooh, the guy, an overnight millionaire. So why, why did Akash Baruch Hu, there's many ways Akash Baruch Hu can make you rich. Overnight, he can make a lottery, he can make, you know, Yerusha, you found the great uncle, you were in his will. Why a paradum of all things was the way that Akash Baruch Hu used to pay him back? So I always thought it's from the Gerebbe, the, the Chdush Arim. But I saw two places quoted from the Kotzker. It's the same as Medr, so it's not, the, it's not off. I saw from the Kotzker, back to what we were saying a minute ago, it was a huge tevia on Klai Yisrael, that you're supposed to be Zayar and Mitzvahs. And the poster boy, the Semel and the Dugma, for ultimate Kibar Aim has to be an Eni Yehudi? What's wrong with you guys? Why can't... Why can't the story have been? How much do you have to do for Kibar Aveim? Go look at Chaim Kinyaski, how is Machabed the Stipler. Go look at a yid. Go look at this guy. He lives in Baltimore, and and you know he's at his father's beck and call twenty four seven. His father screams at him, and he still helps him out. Why do we need? Isn't it a kitshrug and klal Yisrael that that we need to bring as a semel for Kibar Aveim? chose to pay back with a paraduma because paraduma is the polar opposite of kibravaim kibravaim is the most sikhliistic mitzvah in the Torah it's the most logical mitzvah in the Torah anyone on earth can relate you don't have to be Jewish to relate to Kibar Aveim. If you're a normal human being, 
people are good to their parents. And we talk and see in society like this, that you see devotion to the parents and you see, and you see a, a close-knit bond between a son and his parents, a daughter and, and her parents. And that's the most logical mitzvah. To the exact opposite corner, paraduma is the most illogical mitzvah. It's, it's, it's the furthest removed from logic. Says the Torah, says the Kotsky, you know what the Torah is telling us? You know what the Gemara is telling us? The Baruch Hu is showing a silver lining to this cloud. Yes, yes. It could be that a mitzvah that's given to human understanding, they're good at performing. But if it defies their logic, if it doesn't pass their smell test, they're out. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants to show the greatness of Klal Yisrael in how he paid Dom Benesina back. That yes, they're proficient, they're good at doing mitzvahs that they understand and agree with logically. Klal Yisrael does everything because I say so. So I'm going to show, I'm going to show the world that Klal Yisrael, yes, in mitzvah sikhlias, it could be they have what to learn from people that abide by logic. But in mitzvahs that are above seichel, mitzvahs that are beyond seichel, only Klai Yisrael specializes in. So I'm going to show that Klai Yisrael is willing to give untold gobs of cash. Klai Yisrael is willing to do whatever it takes to do a paraduma which is not sikhli. And therefore, bidafka a paraduma was used to pay back Dhamma Benesim. Okay. Says the Gemara. Says the Gemara. One second. Here you go, go, go. I was saying one second to you, say one second to the Yeah, we're saying that they negotiated the deal with him, but the actual transaction was done through an Irish shell company. I mean, a Yiddish shell it company. Doesn't that, that matter? The din, the din isn't that, it, we're going to talk about that now. The din isn't that it didn't spend time by an Akum. The din is the yid has to profit off of the purchase. And we did that. No, that's not the chashad. We're about to say that that is, but until now, the chashad is only, that's how we pushed it off. We tried hanging the source of, of Revia on Rebbe and we diverted that and said, no, the reason for Rebbe is not Revia, the reason for Rebbe is the profit. Now, Yanki, we're about to say, what are you talking about? There's also a Revia problem, which would question this whole Shiloh thing. That's Mamrush Demar is about to do. But at this stage of Demar, till this minute, till this minute, we were believing nothing to do with Revia, which would not be good for our Sugya. Okay? Says the Gemara, Yanki Shnur, Vir Are you telling me the only thing Rebeliezer is worried about is, is uh, profiteering? V'yikhu. He's not worried that an animal in the Roshos of an Akum is going to be nirva. Vatanya, One time they purchased a paraduma from Rebeliezer said, of course, when they bought it off of the Akum, there was Yiddish Ashkacha 
from the time it was born until the time it was sold that it was never nirva. So we see clearly Rebbe Eliezer also has the problem that we're afraid it was nirva. This is a kash on Sheila. Sheila says that the sole reason for not purchasing it off of an akum is v'yikhu, money, says the Gemara, not so. We see from here that the reason you're not allowed to purchase is because we're afraid of Rebbe Yitake. Says the Gemara, you're right. Rebeliezer tarti isle. Rebeliezer has two problems. Number one, isle kicha. Number one, he has a problem of, of it can't be purchased. It's a money problem. It's a profit problem. V'chayish nami l'revia. V'chayish nami l'revia. He's also chayish for revia. Okay. So now, now in Rebeliezer, we have two chashashas. Why are you now to purchase a a, a paraduma from a guy. Number one, you need to make the money. Number two, we're worried about revia. So now, each of these problems has a workaround. Each one of these problems has a solution. The money problem, you could use a Jewish middleman. And the revia problem, you could have the star case certifying that it was never nirva. Now, says the Gemara, Shkayach, watching the animal from the day it was born until the day you had it in your possession is not enough. Maybe the mother was nirva. Says the Gemara, Omar Mar, That's not enough. Maybe the mother was nirvad when the mother was pregnant with this baby. So says the Gemara, Merely supervising the animal from the moment it was born until the moment you took it would not be enough because maybe the mother was near her while she was pregnant. Every animal would be also for carbon then? How do you know? Every, it's a bichayshish, every animal. Beautiful. Yeah, very good. Let's see. Very good. Says the Gemara, Dama Rava. Rava says, Vlad Hanegechas Aser. The child of an animal that gores. So an animal that killed a human is puzzle for a carbon. It's disgusting. This animal killed a human being and now you're giving it to Hashem? Mm, not nice. Not only is the animal that killed a human being puzzle for a carbon, the baby that was in it while it killed the other animal is also usher. And Vlad Hanirvaas usher. The child of a mother that was nirva to human is also usher because he vavlad the nagchu, he vavlad he because both he vavlad the nirchu, he vavlad the net nirvu. Both of them, both of them did the action. So now just before we end tonight, there's a massive machlekas. Why the uber? Why the the fetus? is responsible for the mother's crime. Tesis in Sanhedrin says, this is a din, uber yarachimai. There's a big machlekes in Shas. Is an uber a part of the mother? So for instance, when you shecht a cow, so you shecht by the neck. What allows you to eat the brisket? Well, actually the brisket's by the neck. That's a bad example. What allows you to eat the rib steak? Ribstick didn't get shechted. What are you talking about? The ribstick is part of an animal that got shechted. Well, is an animal that's inside another animal, is a fetus an arm 
and of course it becomes mutter with shechita, for instance? Or is it another entity? So that's the discussion. So ben pikuah is for sure mutter, but the question the Gemara and Chulun discusses is, it, it, the, the, way the, Gemara, the way the Gemara phrases it is very cool. The Gemara says, when you shech a mother, there's an animal inside it. Did you shech two simanim or four simanim? That's a lumdish way of saying, two simanim, and it's mutter because it's part of the animal, or four simanim, like you did a double shechita. So the nafkamin is not ben pikuah, but in lumdus, in lumdus, there's, there's a big difference. Is is the is the shechita of the mother work on the baby because it's like an arm, because it's like a rib steak? The baby inside the animal is another rib steak. Just like every rib steak becomes mutter from the mother shechita, so too a baby becomes mutter. That's that's over yerachima. So Tosis in, in Sanhedrin learns that the reason the baby inside the mother comes also when the mother gores is because every part of the animal comes mutter. This is another rib steak, and the rib steak's also so the baby's also. Tosis in Bavakama says no, even if it's not Yerachimai, even if it's a separate entity, even if a fetus inside of a mother is a separate entity, it still becomes Aser because it, was a, it, was, it derived pleasure from the Revia. Not al Tachelik of the mother. It itself participated in the Revia, not al Tachelik of the mother. So we have two tesis, and we'll discuss this tomorrow. We'll discuss this tomorrow. We have two tesis in that give a pshat in why both are us. So the Gemara, we're going to leave here for tonight. We'll continue tomorrow night. The Gemara is at a standstill, which means Rabbi Ezra says, we have to worry about Revia. So then how do we buy it off a guy? Where it says there was supervision from when it was born. That's not enough. You need supervision from the minute it was conceived. And that's where the Gemara is up to now. Let's stop here. We'll continue tomorrow night.